Okay, folks. <clears throat> we are reading this here book, aren't we? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. It's getting getting into it. This next section is, uh, this one and then the section after this is very much like, let's recap what's already occurred. But with holes in it. Right. <laughs> with feelings in, in where the holes are. Mine had some good info, but I also picked it because it was short, and then it had rape talk in it. And <laughs> I specifically a... didn't pick that one because I thought of that you were reason. taking one for the team. I was like, "All right, go away." Nah, no, oh, I, ne- yeah. I never do anything altruistically. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I did. Did uh, lose that battle there. I took the, the long chapter because I at least remembered what happened in it, and it wasn't the B chapter. <laughs> you not enjoying the? B- I will pick actually a long the B chapter chapters do fun. take we'll kind there. of a long time to actually be enjoyable, huh? It's always just kind of horrible. yeah. It's it's Full rough right now, yeah. so it's all right. Well, with that in mind, let's begin. <laughs> Alright, welcome to Buckheap Radio. <laughs> We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 93, Fool's Quest, chapters 9 through 12. And I am Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I'm a rereader. And I'm Joey, a first time audiobook listener. That's right, Ashley is away. Uh, so Joey will be our lone uh, new reader point of view today, oh. but Ashley will be back next week. Uh, I do have some corrections, omissions, and announcements. Corrections, I think I got the chapter numbers messed up in the last episode. I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you? I think I made people skip a chapter that wasn't actually there. I think I think I pretended chapter nine didn't exist, so. Oh. Whoops. We're doing chapter um, nine. If you were, we are doing that. I just noticed when I was making the doc today. So I think I screwed that up. That's on me. Sorry about that. Um, other things. I am continuing to get emails from people who started reading Dune because of my Dune evangelizing. Uh oh. And I only say keep doing that. Keep reading it. Uh, because I only grow more powerful the more of you who read Dune on my recommendation actually read it. So. Keep doing that. This is kind of like that. how Thank you. when you make friends and then I'm friends with those friends, you are more powerful for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I would also like to thank everyone who has been tagging us on their Spotify year-end wraps. I reposted all the ones that I could, but Instagram was weird and didn't actually let me, like rt all of them because i didn't get the notifications in time so if you posted and i didn't repost it it's not that i hate you it's just that i can't work the internet so sorry and thank you again Mm -hmm. 
Uh, for mail, we don't have much, but uh, Kath pointed out uh, a little bit of a hob Twitter thread about how she recommends that you name fantasy characters, which involves going to Starbucks and mumbling a name that they cannot hear and seeing what you get, uh, which is sort of like an auto generator. And I think that this is a canonization of our commentary on how she <laughs> actually names her characters, and therefore Bucky Radio is now a canon edition to the realm of the elderlings. Thanks very much. So you think she went to Starbucks and said left turn and they gave her left turn? Yep. Yep. What was Fitz's name? Tillerman. Fitz, fizzy fizzy drip, Drizzle Whip. Fizzy That's what Fitz said in that one chapter. <laughs> and you got Fitz chivalry out of it. It works. Try it. Try it at your own. And if you go to Duncan, God help you. That's on you. Just throw it at you. <laughs> it's all Duncan, Idaho, okay? That's all you get. That's what they write. If that was true, you'd go there all the time. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Except their coffee tastes bad, so that is just, that's just some truth. But if there were Dune things related to it, then you would go anyway. I prefer their version of the pumpkin spice. That might be blasphemy. No, you're correct. Oh yeah, Alyssa's from from Massachusetts. It's my whole personality. <laughs> you have to like to Duncan. It's written in your birth. <laughs> yep. They make you sign something. <laughs> they don't have another choice. It's not. It's just a. It's a preference of ignorance. Really, they have nothing else to go to. It's not like they have a caribou coffee or something. Where's oh, caribou? No, I don't know what Where's that caribou is. Where's caribou from? I think I like caribou more than Starbucks. Caribou coffee is the best. They got rid of it though. What they did? (gasps) No, in in, no in my hometown. (laughs) Oh yeah, we don't have it here, so I have no idea if they're still open. I may be Minnesota. I'll never see Minnesota. You just you're just feeling the uh, the Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah, there. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, one there. there. Yeah, there's it's one always Dragon fucking Con. packed. That's, that's the only Dragon place Con. I ever really see it. Oh, you know, it's hot shit. And that's why Dragon Con was literally the Matrix program built entirely for me. It's everything I want <laughs> and need in a walkable space. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else in terms of emails from folks, so we can move on to start. If, uh, uh, oh, Joey, you're doing chapter nine, so, uh, take it My, away. Chapter nine is called The Crown, which also sounds like The Crone. Like Cran? The Cran. Um, yeah. So the intro is a missive from a pirate missing a hand named Jake. Um, parenthetical, you might remember Jake from that time when he talked to the fool in Bucky. <laughs> And then you might also remember him, <laughs> not qualified to talk about Jake. Um, you might also remember him when he talked to the boats that one time and was drunk, I think. I don't remember. You might also remember when Jake was a woman. Oh, yeah, that too. And the only lesbian in these books. Patience counts. Oh, patience counts. You're right. The letter is to someone inquiring about Jake's, his, Jack's visit to Cal- I can't say Jake anymore. Um, visit to Calisingra and the elderlings that live there, <laughs> noting most importantly on the well containing a gray silvery, silvery fluid that the dragons consume directly and are apparently nuts for the stuff. 
and um, they also need humans to fetch it via bucket. So they have to use the people. What's that spelling of humans? <laughs> and then... I think that's how the Ferengi spelled <laughs> And then, they, then someone kicked uh, Jack out for being too curious. Like, kicked kick Jack out entirely out of Kelisingra. And then my guess is that the letter was probably intended... To, that the letter was actually to Chade. The shade, shade, Chad. <laughs> I can't read my own notes now. Um, what I, I'm probably right about that. What do you think? I think that's I think you're probably, probably right. Pretty good. Now, I, my guess is that this is something that happened in the Dragon books. Do you know what that that letter made me depressed? Because I was like, why doesn't Jack have any money? Right? Oh yeah. Didn't she Jack get? Did she get a big portion of Egrot's hoard? She should How... have, and she should be like getting paid something by uh, Malta and 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 Fam, right? For her her deeds. Why? But so Shade, Shade's interested in the dragons, obviously, but specifically in the silvery fluid, which is probably the same stuff that because Shade knows all. Because of his spiders, his little spiders. Um, yes, we we know intimately about the well. We've been <laughs> in it. We've literally climbed into You've been it, in it. Oh, and did God. like a whole thing. Is it literally the same stuff that um, that yes. that Verity yes. Yes. covered his arms in? Okay. Yeah. The dragons that. slurp okay, it up. Cool. They like it. It's tasty. A Kel- Kelisingra is like in the Rainwild. It's not. It's not where it's sort we're, of like between that's not the, the same place that's... in the mountain kingdom. It, that's not where they went though, where the stone dragons are. No, but it's the where there's the a stone that Eldering goes City. to Kelsingra. Yeah. So Fitz went through the stone. When you remember when he went to that map tower thing? That that was Kelsingra. Was that Kels- was that Kelsingra? It's I'm also the, right the place but... where Verity <laughs> stuck his hands in the silver Kelsingra. water. Well, yeah, that's summer. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So it same. is the same place. Yeah. It is the same place. But it, I thought that place it was, was empty. It was. But then in the four oh, books that we read, they recolonized it. Pop. Yeah. Very fascinating. And does that mean the stone dragons the stone are still dragons there? Are Did they look spot. at them? Yeah. No, oh, they, they were never there. They were never there. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. I thought that was that was a very long that was a longer missive, and it seemed like. It, it had a lot more yes. information. Jack deserves uh, a check every month from the people that she actually lost her hand to help, but we'll move on from that. Just some bullshit. To a to a some sort of blade. It was, what was it? a a windlass. The thing on the ship you used to haul a windlass. Stuff. Yeah, it was an industrial accident. Really, she needs workers' comp. <laughs> <laughs> workers' comp. <laughs> Um, and so now on to the real chapter. Fitz is having bad dreams because Night Eyes, uh, Night Eyes's ghost, uh, has instincts and is like something bad is very ha- bad happening to you right now. Um, but Fitz promptly ignores it and then just like wills himself back to sleep. And guess what? He has you know yet more bad dreams about Night Eyes looking for cubs, and then is feverishly awoken uh, to Ash who is knocking on the door. And has Fitz's private correspondence for review, 
and then insists on washing Fitz's clothes because of who he is now, being recognized formally by the crown as a farseer. Ash explains how it is important to him that Fitz is also a bastard, and he is now his bastard <laughs> role model. And it is revealed... <laughs> That's what happened. And then it is revealed that Ash is actually Rosemary's apprentice. Right? I, I don't know if that was... I thought I always thought he was Shade's apprentice. Thing. So. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's, it's the same. I feel like there's a a, a on paper overlap, uh, you know, apprenticeship, and then there's the old guy who comes out of the walls every night and says, "Hey, you work for me now, kid." Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it's essentially he's Rosemary's uh, apprentice, but Shade has control issues. Yeah, what did, it's like? What did she tell you to do? Oh, I forget that. Okay. Um. <laughs> Then they, they pick out some new clothes, and uh, as Fitz is about to change into them, Ash remarks on puncture wounds he inherited from the backflow of skill healing uh, on the Fool, which I, again, think is a very bad sign. Um, like, I don't know, maybe it's just because they're like, you know, we're one flesh at one point. One flesh, one but end. But I just... <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but it's just to me, it's a bad sign. I feel like there could be some skill poisoning or I don't know. Um, we learn more about Ash's history, but Fitz doesn't really care about that, and neither do I, and probably no one else. Fitz reflects uh, or ruminates on what it means to be a recognized farseer and what will be expected of him. Um, what does the world think of him now? How does Tom Badgerlock intersect with Fitz? And I'm just sort of thinking Fitz is kind of a narcissist. Um, he's thinking about himself a lot. Fitz receives a knock from the secret door now to discover it was the talking crow, and Fitz recalls some of the animals he's talked to that he wasn't wit-bonded to, but among those um, was uh, Mr. Snippy Snip, um, and I and he's not named, but small I and I can't ferret. remember his name, but small yep. ferret. That's his name. He That's what Fitz Snippy called Snips. him. She, Snips. she didn't go Fitz to uh, Starbucks for that one. <laughs> she didn't have yeah uh so fitz then <laughs> proceeded to paint the crow's feathers white with black no, quill no. ink um after what <laughs> no no yeah fitz painted the go. crow's yes. white feathers black with some quill no. ink. that's what i said <laughs> and <laughs> reminded <laughs> reminded uh by by the bird uh, uh, he, fitz was reminded to do so by the bird herself when she said white white um, now that she was properly disguised for five minutes, or at least until it rains, Fitz sent the bird on her way out into the window to be gone forever and to resume a normal life. Probably not. Then Fitz went to the fool's chamber to find an excited fool discovering that his sight to some extent has returned. He can sense bright light even through his, uh, even though his eyes are still kind of cloudy and shitty. Um, Fitz shared with the fool how his kind of truish lineage had been announced and recognized by the crown. Um, also recalling that uh, at some point Blade's grandkid came up and said hi. Yeah, in a really nice and non-judgmental or combative way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said hi. What's up, asshole? And then the fool um, mocked Fitz for painting the, the crow and then mocked him again for opening a parcel he received from Shade incorrectly because you're supposed to open, everyone knows, you're supposed to oh, read a note first and not just jump right into the package, stupid. And I think, um, you know, I think you should have this now, the note said. And it's basically a, a steel crown or circlet made by one of the Buck Keeps Old Swordsmiths. 
Um, it came with a note from Verity himself, and it said that Verity di that if Verity dies, that it is stipulated that Fitz Farseer will be recognized as the formal king and protector of Ketty. The crown bore a charging buck with no slash to mark his bastardom. And then Fritz cri Fitz cried some, and then uh, lied to the fool that he did at some point. <laughs> and then after an exchange regarding the crown, uh, led back to the question of how the fool could have a son, and who the women he had had sex with were as the fool, and yet again was corrected. No sex fits. Um, you're the. You're definitely the uh, one OTL, the original OTL. No plumbing necessary. What's OTL? Um, and then, uh, oh. one true love. What you that you know that I learned OTP it from you. One true love. Yeah. Well, oh, well, you're one true pairing. I always thought it was OTL. I like it. And then, and then sweetly, the fool placed the crown on Fitz and used the opportunity to stroke <laughs> Fitz's face, recalling what he looked like and how he had, if at all, changed. Dubbing him Fitz Chivalry Farseer, King in the Shadows of the Six Duchies. Following up the statement with how Fitz was still a handsome man even after his face was broken so many years ago by Regal. The fool, reflecting on his blindness and hope of possibly seeing again, then asks if they could work on his vision through the use of more focused skill healing, and Fitz asks the fool to recall the exact nature of the trauma inflicted on him by the servants so as to reverse it, I guess. Um, then they give it another go, and after an undisclosed and possibly large amount of time of skill healing... Fitz determines his face bones around his eyes need to be reset there. And then their uh, skill union was pretty effortless. And then afterwards Fitz discovered that he again took on some of the physical trauma inflicted on the fool. So yet again, we're getting a backflow, a skill healing backflow that nobody likes. Um, now uh, that Fitz's face looked as though he had been in a bar brawl, we learned that the crow, being uh, quite dear to the fool, was also recently named by him Motley. And Fitz makes a kind of a sad face because he tried to send the bird away permanently just a few <laughs> minutes ago. And then the, f <laughs> the, the fool explained to him that the fool, and I thought this was interesting because it hadn't been a whole lot of time, but the fool explained that he feels as close to Motley uh, kind of in the way that Fitz felt close to Night Eyes. Um, again, Fitz, oops. Um, but upon, fortunately, upon opening the door to that chamber, we are then greeted by Motley, and she promptly calls him Fitz Chivalry. Good at that one. How does the audiobook do the bird voice? <laughs> Just exactly like uh, Moira. Moira Rose. Chivalry. Call! White! White! Fitz Chivalry! Just like you'd expect. But what's weird about this is that fits or i was trying to place the way that because i said to you the other day i was like i don't understand why this reader of this trilogy like gives the fool this weird ass accent because it's like i i was thinking i listened to it again and i was like it's like maybe hungarian and <laughs> what? chinese what? like that's 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 the best i got no it's weird it's like soft and he's dropping his consonants i don't know is that like, supposed to is that because he has an accent R's. or because like his face is fucked up no, it's it's from his, it's because he's from he uses a fucking Z different instead of B I, I, a lot. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. that doesn't make sense to me because the fool is, is supposed to be good at camouflage and like yes, has a slight light accent to give him a little bit of like mystery, but is is not supposed to just be like incapable of controlling how he I'm speaks. Like, like hey guys, I'm the and fool. I say What's that up, y'all? 
I just arrived here. Ready to bark the news. It's atrocious on all levels. So I just want the fool to be better than me at things. <laughs> um, okay, we got a lot in here. All right, so we talked about The Apprentice. Let's talk about The Crown because we've got a lot of parallels going on, right? We've got, number one, Fitz's uh, unrealized uh, wish to... You know, have have a little bit of uh, say in the political uh, realm of Buckkeep and perhaps be king and all that stuff. Um, but we also have the parallel with the crowning of the fool's crown from the middle trilogy mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So what do we think? I think we I like it. It's very Lan, the simple, skinny, little metal band very you know pre-raphaelite painting and it was made by hod made by hod with a little nike symbol in there hod (laughs) does it have little swords on it no it's just simple just a circle maybe i'm just Just maybe i'm just reading that (laughs) because she was a swordsmith i (laughs) think it's made of sword steel it's made of axe and instead of like a precious metal yeah, it's steel. It's not. You know that scene in in metal. in the Knight's Tale where they have the 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 girl blacksmith who makes the armor and she puts her Nike swish in there. That's hot. In my head, that's hot. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so that's that's just a crown that was made for for Fitz and Shade knew about well, that, it and just kind of held on to it. That's so my Fitz question. Be tempted. It's like, okay, yeah, I never found a good time to give it to you, but also I don't want you to be king because <laughs> I wanted to be king and that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, did Fitz did have the political did. grounds to take that? Probably not. And Shade would have never given that shit to him unless How much it was did Shade wear announced. that crown? That's the other piece. <laughs> <laughs> Naked, God. only wearing a robe. No. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. <laughs> so Fitz has this cool crown, and they also he does the healing while wearing the crown, which is very Aragorn of him. <laughs> the hands like of the king. It. So why why is Fitz getting fucked up in the like when he heals the fool? Is this bad news? I mean, it feels like bad news. It feels yeah. like because they are one flesh, one end, comma bitch, that whatever he does to the fool has to happen to him. Be you know, it, it's a circle. He's giving. I think he's kind of giving the fool some energy too. Yeah, and he I didn't cover this, but he's really stressed out about like losing his vision. Well, yeah, he should be. By yeah. giving He's like, I don't want to fucking be blind. He's like, I like well, I don't mean, like, like him enough to be blind. His broken him. face bones. <laughs> like am I like blind shit? Like a cracked eggshell of a head. Yeah, but he gets like all puffy. It's like he like punched himself repeatedly in the face a couple times. Well, like he gets he gets the injuries but like not quite as bad. Right. So does this mean that is this Hob laying down a limitation to this magic that we kind of didn't have previously where it's like, okay, you can help people, but if it's too grievous, if it's too hard, 
you're sacrificing yourself. Well, but I think it's only then. I don't think this would happen to anybody else. But if he if he allowed someone to help him, would it happen? I don't know, because they're just so linked in a way that is... You know, because Fitz just has problems with magic, because he just gets too intertwined with other people. <laughs> yeah, or other beings, like Night Eyes. And then they just do things wrong, even though he doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah, it's like, he's like, your face bone That's is true. broken. Here, have mine. So he takes his <laughs> face bone, dematerializes it, pushes it through the skill stream into the fool's face, and then takes the fool's fucked up face. What if he ends up looking like the fool and the fool ends up looking like him? <laughs> <laughs> then the fool would be like, wow, I'm so handsome. Paragon. Already and happened. Between them, Already like... happened. <laughs> now, Father? <laughs> now my question is, so he this didn't start happening until the, like, you know, back postural gross things. Because um, when he was healing him after he stabbed him like an idiot, he didn't get stab wounds. Did he? That's true. Yeah, he did not. So it was... Did he? Wait, I thought he did. I thought he... He's got... It's described at the beginning of the chapter that he's got um, no, no, but that's, wounds on his back that's when from he's changing. The, the back stuff. Yeah, did he... Oh, okay. I can't remember. Oh, I feel I see. like no, but... I want to say he did. Maybe he did. I feel like there was a mention of, like, a being sore on the side. Maybe you're right, you're right. Hold on, I will... But, okay. But when they went... It is just them, though, because when they went to, like, heal Shade at the beginning of the first book... Things were fine. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been an instance where this crossover, this this feat, this yeah, I don't know if, if like happened. if Thick came to help him, like I don't know that that I don't know what would happen. <laughs> I feel like Thick would be like, "You're doing it wrong." Sorry, I'm reading. Because it's like usually when you heal somebody their reserves are getting used up and i feel like the fool is always kind of fine after these healings because fitz is taking on yeah oh true the things instead yeah maybe he's like putting his by bi his biology force into it instead of pulling from the fool because they're one like person just, you know because they're one and because fitz just can't help himself it's what he does he's He's, he's going to give everything to the fool except his sight. Well, it's difficult to, for me to tell because, like, again, he used up Riddle. He used up Riddle a lot mm -hmm. when they were making the first jump. That's true. That was a jump, though. But that he was... was kind of sort of healing him on the run to keep him alive through the jump, right? Well, he healed uh... him, like, in the square a little bit, and then a they went. Bit. So I don't. I just can't remember if he had like sore, a sore side or something from the stab wounds he might have I, I feel like maybe I vaguely recall that but so maybe this is something that has started to happen since the resurrection in the right. middle trilogy yeah because they mingled they mingled their bodies 
No plumbing necessary. Every time they get back to that, the fool is just like, how many times have I explained this to you? It's like At the same time, though, while Fitz is really dense about it, at the same time, I feel like if the fool was just like, let me explain my conception to you once again, because it has been several, like, decades since we had that conversation. But was his consumption <laughs> actually magical, or did he just come from a place where people had multiple spouses? I don't know. Because I feel like there's a lot of ways that you could read everything just kind of like, again, like, is it magical, or did Fitz just have some white in his ancestry that finally, like popped up or I mean like the fool is definitely partially responsible I refuse to believe I mean, otherwise <laughs> I, I also sort of refuse to believe otherwise but there is evidence in the text that this stuff is not actually magical that it's just genes and I guess we don't have enough lifestyle we, we don't have enough information about the fool's three parents to understand although at the same time like i don't feel like anybody is as intertwined as the two of them are so i don't know how that could possibly be a repeating occurrence right and i mean (laughs) why is it there in the in the narrative if it doesn't mean anything right like i i get i i'm not like advocating for a non you know like a non-gay reading of this (laughs) like i'm just saying that it is it's sort of weird that it's balanced out by these you know it, it, ways for Fitz to delude himself basically it's like he's just so good at deluding himself <laughs> and then there are just these very convenient uh details throughout the the story that allow him to delude himself um yeah but yeah i think it's not that he's is it is is he stupid or does he just he's just unable he's very good so at self deception well, i think it's that i mean it, it to be fair it is a weird concept (laughs) but he doesn't do it really like okay with b he's still doing it when he's by himself but when he's with the fool alone he does not put on those like weird the he doesn't put up those weird barriers and i think that's why the the beginning of this novel is so interesting because he's so crazed with worry and fear that he kind of doesn't stop to think like I'm presenting in a way, and the same thing happened in the in the middle trilogy too, which is why Civil was like, "You guys are gay," <laughs> and and it's like it's like he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to mask. I forgot to you know pretend that I'm like this guy, a straight dude, and this is just my best friend, good buddy." Um, <laughs> I I think that his ability, maybe it's his old age, maybe it's the severity of what's going on. But he, I think his ability to, like, delude himself is eroding. He's he's going to have to just, like, let go of all that shit and move forward if he wants to. Well, I mean, there's there's that side of it. But there's also, like, if this, it, like, I, I can understand to some degree why he can't figure out that B is the unexpected son. Like, because, I know. like, I get it. There's, like... The word son is really messing people up. <laughs> like, because the fool doesn't get there either, and that drives me crazy. And if they, like, sat That's, down and, like... Especially because the fool yeah, is, that is, is gender fluid, essentially. Like, right, like, the, what... he doesn't get the, the fact that, you know, son doesn't have to mean this has to be a boy child, A. And right. then, B, the fact that 
they don't ever have the full conversation whenever they talk about the fool touching B and having that, like, you know, whole moment because Fitz just, you know, like, he says that and then Fitz brings up, oh, you were, you know, that was my daughter. And he, then he's like, wait, you have a daughter? Like, they never finish that conversation. It's just like, <gasps> Yeah, I think that's more to do with the fool's, like, reliance on past visions, maybe. Like, it's just, it's, like, right. this perfect, like, synergy of, like, self-delusion and lack of information. I was saying we rag on Fitz a lot for, you know, not figuring it out, but the fool isn't figuring it out either. Right, 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 right. Um... I do want to move us on through this chapter. So I was super offended when there was an implication that the bond, that Motley was somehow as good uh, as Night Eyes. Mm -hmm. That's absolute shit. <laughs> like, no shade on you, Motley. I'm sure you were a great bird, but I don't fucking know you. <laughs> yeah, well, and that also, about? if you're such a great bird, why don't you sit there and be like, your house is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the other birds talking. And your house is definitely on fire. Those birds are Or I dead. heard the wolf talking. <laughs> I heard the wolf talking. He won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> screaming at you. He's screaming at you and you won't listen. Poor, poor Night Eyes. He's just so fed up. Yeah, if, if he were around Webb more, would Webb be like, uh... <laughs> Well, I think that's also why Webb has to kind of be kept apart from right. him right now. It's like it's like sort of like plot for plot reasons, right? Because otherwise, because like because Rolf was always <laughs> like, um, hey. "Hey, you guys are really loud, and uh, <laughs> this is a problem." But Rolf could also use the skill. That's true, and I don't think Webb can do that. Oh, could um, he? Yeah, Rolf could definitely. Black Rolf could definitely use the skill. Because he met a couple other people who could do both. Well, because there was also that, like, we're looking for skill users. And he was like, oh, Black Rolf. And then, oh, like, he's dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think maybe he was just, he was able to get AM and FM frequencies from, <laughs> from Fitz and Night Eyes. Whereas everyone else is probably just, mm. you know, just getting FM. Uh, still loud, but, you know, not quite as overwhelming. <laughs> Uh, what else happened in this chapter? Do we get a new outfit at all, or do we just get piles of clothes? Not really a new outfit. It was mentioned, but I think okay. that's the next yeah. chapter. Um, well, we got possibilities for new outfits because we realize we have we are now told that Verity okayed Fitz's uh herald heraldry his heraldic. I don't know. Charging buck sigil. Yeah, sigil. Thank you. Um. He's going to put that so he, shit on his underwear. He's going to put it everywhere. It's going to be tattooed and carved into a chair that he sits in. I don't even feel like he's a buck, but okay. Is it because Shalorio's a buck? The symbol is the buck. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. general. Okay. That's just like kind of... I mean, I know it's called buck keep and all, but... Yeah, like literally. You don't think that that's, that's like a romantic and, you know, noble forest animal I mean, like yeah, think it's Miyazaki. basic think me basic think... basic too basic. basic he's like rudolph you know <laughs> he's special 
That was a Smith yeah, that was a really okay. special thing that they did to give him his own version of the buck. Like he's his only person with the like his own fucking, Yeah, he can go start his own house now like Valerion's and Also, it's the charging buck so that makes it cooler. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like oh, the only the person one. with his own sigil. It says it says their words are go buck yourself. It's the berserker deer. Yes. Him and Littlefinger. Yeah. They're the one-person <laughs> houses. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I want to put it on stuff. I think that there is a sad lack of merch. I mean, we're we're trying. Jenny's trying. Other people are making cool stuff. But where is the official merch? Like, when HBO finally decides, hey, you know, it's a really good thing that we should make? Realm of the Elderlings. Yeah, and then they'll make really shitty merch like they did for Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, but it'll. But think about it. We got desensitized to how shitty it was, Jenny, and we bought all of it. So <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> so think. We sure think about every it. shred of Brienne of Tarth thing, which was one thing. We sure did. There was a flag. Oh wow! And a t-shirt. A flag. And a hat. What what there merch would we sell? There was a hat. We're already selling merch. No, what merch for Realm of the Elderlings would we sell? Oh, charging buck with the slash, obviously. Well, without the slash. Well, I think it should be without the slash, but I think it will start with the slash. Fox. Was ben. it the charging buck with Fox the slash, Pins. or was it, or was it the regular buck with the slash, and then the charging buck was just for him? A demure buck oh. with the slash. It's a demure buck. It's being, being coy. I don't know. My in my memory, it's always a charging buck. But perhaps you're right. Maybe it's a regular buck with well, the slash. I, I'm just thinking of my my vest that I made, which was just the regular buck with the slash. Because that's like I, I defer to you, Jenny. You're the one that actually reads stuff. I only read like every tenth word. So <laughs> at least that's, that's what I always so thought. Fast. I don't know. <laughs> so I have to make a charging buck shirt. Is that charging what buck? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are we doing that? We're doing that. Just just the, uh, I would, the symbol and a beanie. Can you do a beanie? Uh, no, but they do have. That baseball hats now in red bubble which is disturbing i look really bad in a baseball yeah hat. they're we not my favorite either. products from all the different regions for sure fashion yeah. something from with Jamalia. narwhals fashions from jamelia.com <laughs> that's how we get our first cease and desist i can't wait something with buttons something say, with we're gonna sell custom buttons Custom, custom bone carved buttons. With I think the, we should the slashed sell, sleeves. I think That's we should sell news. a button grab bag where you just like get a like bag full of buttons. Just, just random buttons. Not just yeah, different, not sorted. It's like well, you know how like everyone does the pins, you know, like the fandom pins, and you like put them on everything until you look like a really rad night character from 1984. You. You just... Not the book. I mean the year. Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Now it's just buttons. Just put buttons all over fucking everything. But you know, you could do like a, you could do like a promotional thing where you know, like if, if you c- collect certain buttons that are like special, and you collect like all of them, then you get you know something. But you would never actually get all of them because a jacket. It would be like the, <laughs> like McDonald's monopoly back in the day. <laughs> A jacket that looks like a short dress. <laughs> yes. That can contain all of your newfound buttons. I like it. I'm perfect. And then you can trade it all in for a steel circlet. Mm. <laughs> and then... And the, 
and I'm then and then it. we uh, we hide the Buckkeep throne somewhere in New York <laughs> and give people very vague directions <laughs> to see who finds it first. Is there a Buckkeep throne? <laughs> yeah, it's a big antler. It's just antlers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should just put up like skill stones, Ooh. just like black pillars. No, it's got to be. There's walls. Oh yeah, and every square, Herald Square, Union Square. Like we just put black pillars, and then when you touch them, they light up and they play a movie. <laughs> it's confusing. Oh, could maybe we maybe inappropriate? Can we bring back the the dragon shadow? <laughs> yes, that, we'll just reuse that. That'll work again. Or the melting ice cube. Oh god. The melting no. ice cube will, will it'll be spray painted silver and that'll work. No, it's it, perfect. It's not an ice It's not a melted inside. it's not a melting ice cube. It's a it's a silver well that fills up and has to get to the top. Oh no, I I like Alyssa's idea. It's a giant ice cube with like a gummy dragon. <laughs> yeah, on and everyone gets to take a bite. <laughs> when it melts. It is awful and tastes really bad. Yeah. 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 No flavor. Ooh, Birch's earring. You gotta sell that too. Birch's earring. I actually have looked long and hard on Etsy for something that would look like Birch's earring because it's very specific, right? It's a blue stone, like a blue pearl, like a round stone covered in mesh. Silver silver netting. Yeah. What the hell is that? I assume it's like a silver wire cage. Okay. Kind of a thing, if I was going to guess. It's easier to get the fool's version where it's covered in wood, <laughs> right? Where it's like a wooden button. Like, oh, is that the origin of the buttons? We could Did the have... fool start the buttons? <laughs> Shit. Well, I mean, Did... the fool had all the beads. Beads are like buttons. Oh my god, Amber. This is your fault. <laughs> all right. Okay. We have to move on from this because now I'm angry. Live ships in a bottle. Okay, I'm done. Can it space oh, necklace? Ships? Yes. Okay, it's the last one. What was that? Kenneth's face that? necklace. Oh, I thought it was a it was a, a bracelet. bracelet. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Hey, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I was muted. Oh, okay. I thought I was muted. Um. All right. Anything else happen in this that we need to go over? Send us your merch ideas, nope. people. Yeah, merch ideas, cool jewelry. We're going to buy the licensing rights for some kind of farm equipment, probably like a trowel. <laughs> I don't think she accepts money. <laughs> if we if we want the licensing rights to this merchandise, we got to get it now before it's the HBO show. Yeah. yeah. Right? How pissed would HBO be if they were like I'm going to All these right, if you are <laughs> Are you an IP lawyer? Would you represent us with Ro- the estate of Robin Hobb so that we can therefore license some things? That would be pretty cool. Because honestly, I feel like she probably wants there to be licensed merch, but her publisher is not interested and she doesn't know how to do it. And we obviously are full of extremely sellable ideas that everyone will want. So, you know, like who doesn't want Elf Park Tea? Elf Bark Tea. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? I want that. <laughs> it's just aspirin. It's just aspirin. In a bag. <laughs> chew on. It's that, it's that, it's that uh, you know, uh, powdered aspirin. Head on. We're back to oh, the beginning. Yes. Okay. 
We could have a yeah, candle that head smells on. like <laughs> Others Island or just Others. We could sell little... We, you know, oh. you know how people can buy like dragons that are made out of like silicon and stuff on Etsy, like dragon babies, and they keep them in baskets and they pet them. And they're the we sell those those three eyed kittens. God, oh no, the blue kittens, <laughs> the blue yeah. ones. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> look at that. That's got to make you at least five dollars, Robin Hobb. Oh man. <laughs> and we're not infringing on you if we you are. let us do it, and we give you, you know. Whatever you take would be, which would not be a lot because it's not like you have a huge audience, right? So <laughs> this is pre-HBO, okay? It's pre-HBO. This is basically a contract. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get forcibly taken down. All right, uh, let's move on to chapter ten. <laughs> it's called Tidings, and I have it. Uh, this chapter begins with a missive from The Apprentice is triggering for me <laughs> to their master as a report on an assignment to observe and speak to the fool during his recovery from these de- details we can infer that the apprentice is ash the report details that ash has gained the fool's friendship and trust and they've heard tales of fits in the fool's adventures with many details not widely known ash also reports that the fool's obviously in immense amounts of pain and is struggling when no one is looking directly at him interestingly except he doesn't know because he's blind right so fun Uh, (laughs) interestingly the end merely says quote i have kept my secret and neither seems to have perceived it when they meet me in my true guise will they recognize me question mark (sighs) this is what we need ashley for yep (laughs) oh well so Fitz is back in his room with a puffy face from the after effects of trying to heal the fool again. And he's hungry, but he doesn't want to go wandering around because he's a prince now. And basically, he has no idea how to act when he's not skulking or pretending to be average. So instead, he has a text conversation with Nettle via the skill. Nettle apologizes for her outburst and says that Molly had similar ones. And they laugh in the patriarchy for a second. And then I skip to the next page where Nettle has invited Fitz to eat at the family table instead of in his room after explaining that money and power has resulted in Riddle being made worthy of a farseer princess and all is well. Fitz skills insecurely to Shade then to ask if eating in front of people is weird. (laughs) And Shade is like, only if you dress like a ponce. Oh, I found my crown. Don't wear that, skill yell <laughs> shade, much to my personal frustration. Fine, no crown. Saggy leggings it is, but that's probably won't do. So Fitz picks up his entire wardrobe and takes it up the secret stairs to the fool. Makeover! <gasps> Ash is there, too, and the fool wastes no time. What is he wearing? A brown vest decorated with buttons of horn over a white shirt. Full sleeves with buttons on the cuffs. Open collar, no jewelry. Dark brown trousers with more buttons on the outer seams. Heeled shoes with a lifted toe. All of these things sound terrible. Barf. (laughs) Those poor feet. They're the the shoe situation. is heinous i i'm not okay with that the fool then proceeds to remove the more offensive buttons and designs an outfit stylishly timeless perfect for a returning hero who has been off on a magical journey out of time somewhere complete with a hat and prominently displayed pins from ketrickin and the new queen the fool is disappointed to be told that motley cannot serve as a witted fashion accessory (laughs) but we can dream and if the fool asks nicely enough maybe jenny will draw it what the outfit? 
Yeah, with, with Motley with on Motley. the shoulder. Ash complains that the fool wasn't included in any of the minstrel songs about Fitz's adventures, and we all laugh in female jealousy. And Ash says she left you out. Perhaps someday you should ask her why. Leaving Motley and the fool to continue the rest and recuperation in the walls, which same, Fitz heads to dinner. Ash whispers to Fitz that the fool is weaker than he is putting on, and Fitz is like, sigh. On his way out, Riddle arrives because presumably Fitz has been taking forever to put on a freaking hat. And Riddle's like, hey, I'm sorry I secretly married and impregnated your daughter when I was not nobility. Uh, But Fitz doesn't care and they're friends. And I guess it's fine to marry your dad's friends. Moving on. Dinner. There's food. There's a table. There's another song from Starling who, very surprisingly, now sings of the fool's exploits as well, which must be like eating crow, but backwards. The dinner continues, and the workings of the court swiftly update to include Fitz. When the royal family retires to relax after the court dinner, they are discussing if they should publicly state that Badgerlock and Fitz are the same when Shade interrupts. There's a problem with one of his skill messengers. Nettle's upset because it seems that Shade is picking up castaways for secret solo work, but that's so on brand for Shade that I don't even register it. What's the issue? Well, Sildwell can barely skill... But what he gets out is fog, stable fire, no one knows, strange folk, what else? It takes a bit, but no one there has ever heard of Lady B. It's strange. It's frightening. Lant is injured? And then Fitz is immediately like, thank God I don't have to be Prince Fitz anymore. I'm on my way. Uh, And then Shade loads Fitz up with some blades as of old, and they are old, haha, which I thought was a nice detail. Uh, And Fitz... (laughs) Fitz is like, tell the fool I pieced the hell out, and strides out of Castle Buckkeep with one of his trademark Fitz's angry expressions, steals a lovely roan mare, and he's off to continue the plot of the novel. So now what does this hat look like, do we think? (laughs) He said it was obviously a lady's hat. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a normal hat. hat, and then he was like, "That's got to be a lady's hat." Okay, but like <laughs> he genders the last everything. hat he wore was like a baggy beret type thing. What is this hat? <laughs> I think this is more of like a Renaissance hat, maybe like uh, like not. Uh, hold on, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> what do I know about hat names? No. I just immediately assume that he's wrong. Whatever he thinks is wrong about the fashion. So, like, there's another Renaissance hat that is, like, the bag, right? It's, like, a halfway between a bag and a beret. But then there's the other one that's, like, a little hat. It's, like, a little boat-shaped hat with a feather in it. And because that one had a feather in it, that's what I'm... That's what I'm picturing. Like, a leather-brimmed hat. like, Like, a tiny cowboy hat, but with, like, a taller... Whatever the middle part of a hat is called. <laughs> I'm just going to send you pictures until we find something we like. Okay. Ooh. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was interesting because it had never occurred to me that in the, in the courts that you would, you would do things, you know, like accentuate a scar or, or, or do things, you know, like kind of like what you would do for, for stage, you know, like at the globe, for example, but for really just political purposes of being identifiable to people, you know, for at a distance. That, I just thought that was an interesting detail. It, had, it hadn't occurred to me that that probably has some extor- historical value. Like, don't they accentuate his scar to be like, this is definitely Fitz's 
bitty broken face scar. Oh yeah, they do. They put on makeup so that he's playing a part. I mean, I know he's, I know he's been, I know it's been healed since then, but I imagine that like if you were, like, you know, Beowulf or something. Let's say Beowulf was a real person. You know, like there would probably be things that you would want to be. Yeah, he's cosplaying himself, so he wants to look the part of <laughs> yeah. what people remember, right? So they know that he's rugged so they keep the beard they know he had dark hair dark eyes and a scar they know like they know all those things that's what they that's what they remember because he used to be a villain so he has to look like that villain so that it but i mean i know i know narratively the purposes of it of course but what i think is interesting is to me it strikes true that historically that it might have some it sounds it sounds very believable to me that in the in in, in, in our in our own history that that oh, would yeah. be something. Well, I mean, the do. only the only hiccup in being reintroduced into court for him is the fact that he looks younger, like that he you know that he hasn't aged, and so they have to come up with this thing that he was off with the because nobody remembers this magic. <laughs> right? Well, they are. They're like, remember, they have magic there, and he was in the magic land, and he wasn't aging. It's like, what? Do they have any anything that that indicates that elderlings live in a different time? No, they just like they don't live in like a time stream that's different than the rest of us. They just live a long time. <laughs> I don't know. Like I people weird, know what the like, skill people is. People are dumb. They just be like, he has the skill. That's not sexy. Well, they enough. never revealed. They never revealed that? that he had the skill. That was. Yeah, but he's still a farseer. Why lie about that? Now? I like that Ash and the Fool did the little like dress you up. Let's do this thing, and it's like that's the one thing that the Fool likes more than anything else, right? It's like I get to dress it, up Fitz. It brought him back to life. To the point where Fitz. No, that was was that when he invited him with him come with him yeah he says come with me and the fool's like are you stupid (laughs) (laughs) but isn't that so cute Mm -hmm. that like the first thing he wants to do to be when in like as he steps out as himself for like the first time to be recognized is to have the fool with him i think that's adorable it is sweet does do they keep the uh the feather they they do put in a a tasteful uh, small feather and a leather band Okay. They tear all the feathers out and then put a couple back. Yeah. I think it's very telling. And I mean, we've got kind of a taste of it that the servants have this, like, they've got some power on their side. But, like, the fool is doesn't feel safe even in Buckheap Castle. Yeah. But why would you feel safe in Buckheap Castle? Who's ever been safe there? <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> it's just a place where people get murdered. So, I mean, I'm with them. He has good instincts. But yeah, he definitely is not just like cured because he's reunited with Fitz and they get to do some fun stuff that they used to do you know and like like Fitz is like barely even complaining about this outfit you know he's like this is it he wants this outfit (laughs) I mean they removed buttons so you know he's thrilled there were buttons down the outside of the pants that is awful I know it's unnecessary it's like Adidas track pants 
looks like <laughs> blood stripes. Mm. Blood stripes are cool. Okay, I used to like dream of having blood stripes on my pants. Not no. that way. What does his hair look like at this point? Does stripes. he have the beard? I thought he shaved the beard. No, they keep the beard. No, they but keep he... the scruff. It's okay, scruffy. So it's, it's, it's like a five o'clock shadow. Well, it's like more than that. It's like a two-day shadow, I think. Okay. And and I think his hair is probably short-ish. But it's his own hair. <laughs> you should just put the crown on him. Put the crown under the hat. <laughs> I don't think you would be able to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd know it's there and he'd feel Shit. great about it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, so, yeah, and, and Ash is there, and Ash has just immediately sort of been in the fold. Does it make anyone else nervous? That suddenly there's this new character who's only been in a couple chapters that now knows so many secrets. I trust him. Nope. Fine. Fine. Seems like Young a good Avengers kid. assemble. <laughs> oh right, Riddle. So Riddle has to do his his. I didn't. Sorry, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I married your daughter, and I didn't ask your permission. As if Fitz has any say. Mm-hmm. whatsoever in anything that yeah. Nettle does. A woman near 40. <laughs> like, I think Fitz gave off that vibe when he was like really freaked out that they were going to like be disowned and murdered by the crown or something. Right. Because well, he, no, yeah, he, because when he finds out that Riddle has been given a title, he's like, oh my God, you're safe. You're you're legitimately part of this of this family now. You won't be used like a an assassin in the wall. You're out. You're well. When when was what? Nettle ever used like an assassin in the wall? <laughs> she was. She never stopped being a bastard. Right, right. But now she's kind of like not. Now she's been elevated beyond that because she's been recognized as a Farseer princess through Elianya's. Uh, you know, like, way of reading stuff. So she's, like, not a bastard anymore. It just, it it didn't feel like there was, she was ever in danger to me, because she was... No, she was the skill mistress. Yeah, exactly. It's not, <laughs> it's not the same as what he experienced as a kid. Yeah, but Fitz doesn't think logically. Also, she had a father, I mean, uh, on paper, at least. Courage. Well, right, but the moment that they recognized her as Fitz's daughter, she became a bastard. Well, her legitimacy was then also recognized. Right, it was immediately like, well, yeah, she's Fitz's daughter, but actually, the way that we do it in the Out Islands is we're maternal, so she's not a bastard. It's fine. And it's good because it means that Nettle's not going to have any more daddy issues at all in any, any more of these books. No, Nettle's She's done. Fixed. She's pregnant. 
That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Life's over. Try again it's later. True. <laughs> the current riddle will now exit the narrative. <laughs> As I say. Didn't know I what mean, to I do with this be. woman character. Well, all right. Here we go again. I mean, it's a little bit like like that. Skill, Mitress. Go have babies. That's your happy ending. That's your coded happy ending. Um, And then Fitz is like immediately like, there's trouble. There's trouble in the Woods. There's what? We don't know what's going on. I don't care. Let's get all my shit. I'm going to go up in here. I'm going to pick up a bunch of blades. Some of them don't, aren't even <laughs> aren't even sharpened. And I'm going to steal a horse, which is not the first time he's stolen a horse. He does it every book. Yeah. When he goes to fight, when he, when they go to like, doesn't he steal a horse in the middle chapter in the middle trilogy too? Probably. I just like that. He just comes storming out of the castle and he's like, that, thanks, thank you, thank you, boy, for this horse. <laughs> it's not the yours. Like, uh, what? I'm he's getting like, hey, fired. <laughs> I'm fired now. I'm being beaten. And they're like, don't worry, that was a prince that just stole the horse. So yeah, it's fine. That was honestly the best scenario for the horse being stolen right out from you. Like, oh, it's, oh it was a member of the nobility. He'll yeah, I'm sure he's beaten. still fired. Uh, all right, can we move on to chapter 11? Hold on, I got a draw button. I don't want to interrupt that. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Chapter 11. It's shiny. I don't know why I took this chapter. It was really long and it was a lot of repetition, so. <laughs> Here we go. Did Joey write this talk? <laughs> oh. Wait, what? Did I write Willy Woods? I, <laughs> I didn't. don't know. Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's in you the list. I've now. infected you. Oh wow! Chapter eleven yeah. with you, Woods. <laughs> See, we we start with a letter, dear Prince Fitzchivalry. I already knew your secret, but by the way, here's some belated apologies for being a bigoted little jerk to you. Thanks for saving my life. If you ever need anything, let me know. Really, I mean it, honestly. Um. Signed everyone's favorite civil Brisica. Fuck him. <laughs> so Fitz charges towards yeah. the witness stones on his stolen horse, who is like, You will be my best friend, yes. And Fitz is like, Oh no, when the sun sets, no candle can replace it. But hey, at least the wit helps him see them both safely through the stone and into the fog. The closer he gets to Withy Woods, the less he wants to be there. Should have stayed at that nice Airbnb in Oaks by Water. Perhaps it would have had a good view of where he stabbed the fool. But he presses on and gets to the manor, sees the stables burned, and tries to skill to shade, but he's not getting any skill dial tone, just dead air. He skill screams out to, the, to his whole contact list, but no one is picking up. He gets to the door, somewhat worse for wear, and asks the houseman where Revel is, and B and Shun and Lant, and he's like, who the fuck are they? Um, he does know who Lant is, though. He's in bed, feeling quite poorly. Speaking of looking poorly, you look awful, sir. You should rest. But Fitz wants to run... Uh, like a maniac through the halls instead and tells the man to have the steward and Lent meet him in his private study. So he gets to his study, clearly ransacked, triggers the secret door to Bee's lair, but doesn't find her. He follows her chalk paths uh, to the pantry and finds out that not only were these invaders potentially kidnappers, but they're also sausage thieves. The horror, the confusion. <laughs> they took our sausages. <laughs> 
Um, he finds a kitchen maid, Lark, and demands to know again where B and Sean are. And Lark is like, I thought your daughter was Nettle and you went to visit her at Bucky. That's what Lance said when he came back. And then we had Winterfest and the stable caught fire and then Lance got in a fight with uh, someone. You know, boys will be boys and Fitz doesn't have time for this. Uh, so he continues uh, his frantic search, checking their rooms. He does say that, like, Sean's room is always a disaster, so he can't tell if he was inside. And I'm like, that's a lie, Fitz. Wow. <laughs> um, he goes to the schoolroom and finds nothing until he gets to the scribe's quarters and finds Lant. He thinks surely Lant will know who Sean and B are, but Lant is all, what's a Shana B? And then gets out a wax tablet to explain his family tree to him, so he can be reminded again <laughs> that Metal is his stepdaughter at Buckkeep. Thanks, Lant. Real helpful. So Lant tries to sit up from his bed, and Fitz sees that he's in pain and asks what happened. But all Lant can remember is a pitchfork attacking him, which has left him unable to teach the children. Fitz wants to beat his face in for being so useless. He tries to scale again, but it's like his skill data plan is from Verizon and he's run out of data for the month, so all he gets is a spinning wheel, and his skill thoughts go nowhere. Can you tell I'm waiting for my data to come back? <laughs> somehow I was using it at 3am when I was in my house on Wi-Fi. Anyway. <laughs> he tells Lance to get up and meet him at the estate study, because he's still trying to track down Revel, RIP steward of the year. The estate said he could look better. Uh, he's very offended by the blood that's on the floor. He's finally reached wolf, level, wolf alert levels. About time. Dixon shows up, and he's just not up to Revel's standard at all. Fitz takes it upon himself to badger the man in the third degree until he's basically foaming at the mouth and having a seizure. Also very helpful. <laughs> he's interrupted by Perseverance, who is like, Please, sir, for the love of Edna, I'll say you know me. While Lance, useless manservant, who thinks he's some insane beggar boy, tries to physically remove him. Thankfully for Perseverance, Fitz does remember him and sends Bulan off with Dixon to put him to bed. Uh, Perseverance rattles off his tail, which we all kind of know, while Fitz patches up his arrow wound, easing him into comfort with the wit and brandy, getting him just drunk enough that his thoughts are wide and unguarded. Um, Lant brings salves at some some point and gets snippy with Fitz, questioning why he's talking to this crazy beggar boy, and Fitz tells him to sit down and shut up. Lent doesn't like that, and he's all, do you speak to me this way because I'm a bastard, for my blood is just as good as yours. And Fitz is like, doubtful, I'm Prince Fitz Trivalry Barster, <laughs> newly recognized again by the king, so take that. And Perseverance breaks up at this and is like, are you truly the witted bastard? And says, tall man definitely knew the whole time, and swears his lo- and then he swears his loyalty to Fitz and Princess B forever and ever and ever, and Fitz is like, uh, thanks? But can you get back to telling me what happened? <laughs> Uh, so Fitz learns that Revel was a hero, and that the raiding party was Chalcedian and pale people seeking the unexpected son, and still he struggles to make the very obvious connections, and I hate him. He just thinks that B and Sean are hostages because he's an idiot. Fitz leaves Perseverance to rest while he tries again to talk to Lance, but is still unsuccessful because his brain has just cut Sean and B out of his mind. Not Ben. I don't know why it autocorrected to Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unexpected Ben <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, anyway he's cut them out of his mind completely so his memories are patchy uh, he's saved from more questions by Sildwell the messenger who's come to tell him that Shade and Thick are coming through the skill stones shortly 
because he was able to skill from them when he got far enough away from the manor. Oh, and apparently skill stones can make an unborn baby just disappear, so that's that's concerning. Uh, more reasons <laughs> for Nettle to not be part of the narrative. Uh, so, Fitz sends right. everyone she's to bed. she's done. She's exactly. been put away. <laughs> Fitz sends everyone to bed because magic makes you sleepy, and eventually ends up back in B's hidden chamber where he meets up with the cat, who is also very upset about the raiders being sausage thieves. They apparently took the fish, too. It's really terrible. Of the raiders, all he can say is that some of them stink and some of them did not, and the ones that did not stink that had no scent of their own came for her and the killing stopped once they had her. And still, Fitz makes very few connections. Sigh. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> My favorite is when Silblell just kind of, like, comes back. It's like, <laughs> hey, I was, I was just out walking and now I'm here and... Meal. <laughs> that and the weird the weird bouncing back and forth between all of Fitz's different offices. He's like, prepare my office. And then he gets to the office, he's like, why didn't you prepare my office? They're like, you're in your fucking office. He's like, the other office. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's better if I go to the, the secret office. main one. And... and he's just, like, racing around the freaking house, like screaming for his daughter and everyone's just like what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> especially because in the last chapter doesn't doesn't shade say you can't just run around like you did when you were 20 <laughs> and he's right? just doing it anyway he's like try me yes i can um what is a lifted Eli, toe? Wait, did Eli, were you going to say something? Oh, I just thought it was so funny that Sildwell was sent there. Like, he's this, like, discarded guy. So he gets sent on this mission. And, like, nobody makes any sense. And he's like, well, I could try to investigate this mystery. Or I could go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which turned out to be the right course of action. <laughs> Luckily, right. like it, obviously there was an attack on the building. Like there's shit is destroyed. It looks like people broke doors open. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the bar." <laughs> he's like, "There's something weird happening here, and I am cannot act normally." Well, they also weren't being very nice to him. Like he did, they weren't providing him from with a place to stay or anything. So he's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna go because you guys are all dicks." Uh. You're being mean to this poor child who's just like completely traumatized. His mom doesn't recognize him. It's just oh, poor perseverance. Parents are bad. Dad. So you know the mystery of are you the opposite of or are you your actual name? And I feel like perseverance was living up to it. Yeah, it's really a uh, really a coin toss. I I like that it's a coin toss. Usually, yeah. it's never somewhere in the middle you always get either or so again i ask what is a lifted toed shoe a lifted toed shoe i'm thinking well they were healed so you got to do a healed shoe right and then the lifted then toe gotta... i think is that where it points and curls up so like a... yeah so it's okay it's, it's like a small like curl it's just like a little curl it's not like a but full it's not like elf it's not, the, it's not, an elf not the full elf shoes it's... yeah it's just got it's like yeah. alligator. It's awful. It's the worst like thing in the world. So I'm sure the toes are still on the ground, but to me, when I read that, I was like, oh, he's literally the only the ball of your foot is on the floor. 
See, I think that instead of there being so a that. curl, it just kind of like has just like the extended little nose part. Yeah, it's a Dutch Dutch shoe thing with a point that goes yeah. up and the thing. Little wooden Dutch shoes. Oh yeah, okay. More than that. I'm but, thinking more than that. Because they're healed, like, so you gotta already you have to increase that angle, otherwise things will not look pointy. Okay. Pointy. <laughs> I just love it. I'm now picturing um, Fitz running through the hallways in his healed. Oh, that's elf right. Shoes. Did he did he put Alphys. like boots on before he left? I forget. Let's see. He got a belt knife. I know that much. He got a belt knife. Yeah, he got boots he from went... Shade because Shade was like, oh, okay. these, I don't know if these will fit you, but it's better oh, than yeah, what you're, you're wearing. These are too big for your tiny, right, okay, shitty feet. Okay, okay. Well, that killed killed that dream of running, <laughs> running around like a maniac in his, in his like little pilgrim shoes. <sighs> Robin right, would so... not forget what the person is wearing. <laughs> That is for sure. Of course, she would not. I'm sure she she probably. I feel like she has like a little like note of like what everyone's outfit is at any given time. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like Tolkien and wherever the moon is, at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. it's Robin and who's wearing what. <laughs> so perseverance is there. There's staff, but they are, they're all befuddled. Obviously, this is a very powerful use of skill. Like They're, they left. Yeah, it lingers sometimes. I know, like, it's, and it's not even just the people. It's like there's a whole spell over the whole place, and you just don't want to go there. I feel like it's like yeah, again, it's like area magic. Like it's, it's like it's an area you know, like the beast's castle or something. Right, but it's an area cast that goes on without him being there. Like right, it's the crazy. skill has not been used like that before. The skill is 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 like a signal. It's well, like, like a radio um, tower. If you take out the radio tower, then the signal stops. But like. Kelsar and Grizz kind of like that. Right, but that's because there are things that contain skill stuff, right? right? It's right. like a technology. So do you think that they left something there, or...? They left some stuff. They left some stone. Or I don't think they did, or... though. It's just very... It's just a definite... This is definitely, like, a major level up in skill... Which is distressing because it feels like Fitz is being leveled down. <laughs> because, like, oh, he yeah, used to he be able sucked. to resurrect people from the dead, and now he's like, I healed your boo-boo, and now I can't, my face is broken. Uh, so, you know, I mean, these are these are enemies that are going to be difficult to fight. To I mean, fair, he, he used to, like, sit on the edge before. of a cliff and contemplate jumping off into the skill forever, and now, like, I think he's been the using it so little that his skill urges are pretty much gone. Like, he used to be an right. addict about it, and now he's not really. Well, he also got healed. His his head injury got healed after he came back from the cabin in the woods, which I think also helped him. Yes. But you're right, yeah. He's, a, he's definitely a recovering addict, who is now it's like hey you know in order to save the world you have to do a lot of heroin are you ready <laughs> and he's like oh, okay <laughs> here I go so it's just a one it's in it just a one like the fog man or whatever <laughs> yeah man. 
a friendly fog man. <laughs> I don't friendly know how friendly man. he is, but... Yeah. I think it's the kindly the... woman and the fog man. Okay. The friendly fog man. Sure. And he's an area... He's got this crazy skill area cast ability. I don't think she's doing anything. I think it's all... The... Yeah, no. Yeah. It's all him. It's all him. He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, if Thick is a boss, then this guy's like the mega boss. Because... They can't do um i am very distressed about revel not being remembered i don't like it nope is this when we learned lance actually not dead because i left that chapter yeah so lance is alive good for him there were better people that should have made it like revel because dixon is useless I would trade land for rubble, but maybe that's not nice to say. Um, yeah, you know, I'm sure land, land, it's being a fuck up is like a farseer specialty. <laughs> so. If you don't do it, people ask questions. You know, Lant being just kind of shitty. Uh, granted, Lant doesn't know anything, but Lant having like no respect for authority even if he doesn't know what's going on, like, the master of the house is returned instead of being deferential to him. He's like, fuck you, man. Like, like you're, you're a, a bastard. bastard. You can't tell me what to do. It's like, you're a bastard. I can't tell you what to do. I'm a bastard just gonna... Yeah, Get out of my this house. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, even I'm if I wasn't... House. Even if I wasn't <laughs> Prince Fitzchivalry Farseer, like, I'm still technically in charge here. Oh, man, he loved doing that. He oh, I know. Doing that so much, like he'd been waiting like sixty see... years to pull oh, that card. Sixty years to do that, like you could just feel like the serotonin just hitting his brain when he's just like, actually, I. Do you know my last name? Do you? Do you know who my dad is? And then do you they know said, who my what? dad is? Who? <laughs> like who? I was like, uh, it'd be really funny if they he he was like, I've never heard of you. I've never Zinkers. heard of you. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> What's a far Yeah, and? And? No big deal. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I bet you, you burned your music to CDs. Ooh. Fucking millennial. <laughs> I've never even heard of you. Using I've never even <laughs> heard of CDs. Skillless. What's a CD? Skill A. What does it even stand for? Alright, so everyone is taking a nap in Witty Woods, right? He put per- Perseverance is going to sleep. Lant is going to sleep. Uh, Sildwell. Also going to sleep. To sleep. <laughs> Did they but say what knows? color the hat was? Uh, I, I wrote down the... Bucky Blue. I don't think that would go. I feel like it's brown. Brown? I think it's brown. I want okay. to say brown. Okay. Goes with his vest. Isn't his wait, is his vest brown? Let me do find that whole section. Hold on. <laughs> I'm unprepared today. Alright. Oh, what a chapter am I on? What a chapter. <laughs> Please hold. This is 
the Withy Woods chapter? No. No, it's chapter 10. I mean, I Go! could just look. Could just no, look no, at your I'm, description. Right, shirt. Give me that. Brown vest. Sword crown. Brown vest over a white shirt. With full sleeves and buttons on the cuffs. Open collar. Yes, but did he change? He changed. Oh, he has... Dark brown trousers. No, he didn't change. They just took the buttons off the... Undisclosed color of hat. Okay. He pulled out a heavy pair of riding boots, a thick cloak, and a woolen shirt followed. So the shirt has been changed, which I but he's not wearing. Means... But he's not wearing the riding boots. It feels like Patreon. <laughs> Did he change? Did he change into riding boots? I have to change this. Wait, which version of this is he? Is this party fits or at Withywood's fits? Party fits. Oh, party fits. No, he's wearing elf shoes <laughs> and a brown vest and full sleeves. And they took all the buttons shirt. off. Well, most of the buttons. Yeah, so yeah. it's dark brown trousers. Got it. And somehow the hat is a color. Um, let me find the hat. Let me find the freaking hat. <laughs> I'm already here. Let me just do it. Kingdom philosophy. Let me adjust your collar hat. Saw myself winning a mate on the as a dragon. I won. That's really gross. I don't want to talk about that fool. <laughs> Box Arm load, belts, vests, paint, powder. Traded my belt for a heavier one and a belt knife with a more substantial blade, one that verged on being a short sword. The hat that he produced for me had undoubtedly been made for a lady 60 or 70 years ago. Ruthlessly, he stripped the feathers from it before handing it over to the fool who felt it carefully and then commanded that the boy restore two small feathers and add a leather strap with a showy buckle. The silver button they threaded with heavy twine and fastened to my wrist. Excellent. Then they put it on a chain, didn't they? Yes. Fish scale links. And what was that button? Uh, Narwhal button. Oh, I thought. So that's like a necklace? It's a bracelet. Oh, but. Okay. I have details. Oh so, yeah, and it's the color of the hat is unknown. I'm gonna okay. say brown because it's 70 years ago. It's 70 year old hat, so it's brown. <laughs> Even if it wasn't brown, it's brown now. <laughs> it's brown now. Okay. Anyway, continue on with the chapter. You're, yeah. Okay. Uh, what else happened? Uh, we know that everyone. Uh, we know what happened, so it's a little excruciating watching Fitz kind of wander around, not knowing what's happening. And then we get to enjoy uh, more of that later. But first, <laughs> we have to go and talk to B. So that is up to Eli. All right. Chapter 12 is The Shasin. This chapter has a content warning for talk about rape. The first white prophet, Kureyoa, I, I, I don't know how to spell that one for sure. Cur Starbucks special. Kureyoa <laughs> said that... One white prophet would come to every generation to help guide the world onto a better path. So that's first white prophet knowledge on you right there. Or lack of knowledge, just guessing. Who knows? Who knows what he was doing? <laughs> Ket, Ketua, a servant much later, argues 
Should there be only one? There are many possibilities. And do we not shape the world when we choose who gets to be called White Prophet? Instead of saying someone is the one, Shesa, let's instead say that they might be the one, Shesim. This chapter is a lot of world building for the servants, so let's dig in. B is riding in her Santa sleigh, observing her captors. <laughs> There's about 20 soldiers and 20 of the pale folk who are following Dwelia. They were white people in white clothes on white horses or in white tents moving through a white world. They moved through this world, always avoiding roads and villages. The soldiers and the pale folk always camped a little apart and never ate together. We also get a lovely description of one of the pale folk who attended B. Her name is Odessa. She's got patchy hair, a wandering eye, and a mouth that droops open. She likes to rub B down with lotion. Horrifying. <laughs> He's having a great time. Um, regularly, the soldiers would harass, harass Shun until the fog man could stupefy them back into formation. Sometimes other people would be uh, about to see them, but then they would but they would never actually see the white party. Um, such was the Fogman's power. Several days after being kidnapped, B and Shun end up taking a bathroom break together and they whisper about their situation. Shun tells B that she has to be more careful and to hide the fact that she's a girl because they keep calling her the lost son. Shun admits to being assaulted during the raid and warns B that if they find out she's not the lost son, that the same will happen to her. There are more hints that Shun is somehow immune to the fogging, and to some degree, so is B. She reveals that the soup they have been fed has something that keeps you sleepy. We also learn a bit about Shun's training. She hadn't been taught by Shade, but her dad did send an old lady named Quiver to teach her some knife skills. Before they are back in earshot, Shun warns B to pretend to be fogged. Back in her tent, B gets to talk to Dwelia. Everything Dwelia says is in a way that sounds kind, but Wolffather does not trust her. B, milking the prophet thing for all it's worth, tells Dwelia that the soldiers look at Shun in a bad way and it gives her nightmares. Dwelia tries to convince her that the men should not be feared, and at that moment, B notices the fogmen out of the corner of her eye. He hadn't been there, and now he was, and he's very happy to have been caught by his brother, as the audiobook says in his voice, as he calls her, and uh, his name, it turns out, is Vindelier, which I think is a very good name for a deceptive little guy. Vindelier admits that B saw him at the town, too, and now he's distracted about how fun that festival <laughs> was. How come we're not festival folk, Dwelia? <laughs> Because, my lyric, she warns him, we are not. And then everyone in the tent breaks out into monk chanting. We are the servants. We stay to the path. We are the path. The path we walk is for the good of the world. When we serve the world, we serve ourselves. Uh-oh, B. <laughs> the good of the world is the good of the servants. What is good for the servants is good for the world. We walk the path. He who leaves the path is not a servant, but an obstacle. An obstacle must be evaded or removed or destroyed. That's true. And so, my dear Vendelier, has anyone seen a festival for you on the path? No? 
then if you were to go to a festival, you would become an obstacle to be evaded, removed, or destroyed. When Dwelia is done gaslighting <laughs> Vindelire, she explains that this is why they came to get B. If left alone, B would become an obstacle in the path. Isn't that convenient? It's so convenient. Yeah, very convenient. For the good of the world, you must not ask questions, and you must do as you are told. Stay in your shell of safety. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't think about stuff. Just labor and... Yeah, uh, you know. Again... Look not to love. It's... It's... It's so extreme that it's very difficult for me to like accept it but i know that these people were like literally bred and raised into this mindset but it is it's very difficult that they don't even have rebellious hormonal you know like i'm just i'm i'm the people in uh the the rainwild books for instance you know they were all outcasts that had very specific rules right it's like you can't do these things and they spend a lot of time realizing that they can break those rules without any consequences but these these folks their their brainwashing is like top tier <laughs> they just accept it and move you know, on they are with yeah and my my vision of them is like the beginning of uh chronicles of narnia where in the you know, with the ice queen and her sleigh and everything. Eat the Turkish delights. They're delicious. There's just something <laughs> ominous about people in a sleigh, I think. <laughs> one of them is coming to get us right now. Yeah. <laughs> one of them will come into your house in the middle of the night. <laughs> steal I your think... food. And if you look at him, he will punish you. So you have to keep your eyes I shut. Think, I think <laughs> that the servants are what happen when middle management takes over and he kind of corporate <laughs> like you've got the talent right and then it's like middle management comes and it's like we really need the talent we have like you know we can we can work this out and then they start controlling the prophecies and managing or whatever well dwalia doesn't have like a helper either like she's on her own so that's gotta be from her point of view that might be a stressful job because i like, i don't know do you think dwalia knows that what she's feeling no. is bullshit or does she really she's got an mba it? so she believes it how <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kill the world Ugh. yeah um i like the the juxtaposition of the um the servant talking in the the intro and it's obviously much earlier than where we are now because mm -hmm. they're talking about oh there's only one right white prophet and what they say goes and um well we we've even had that conversation right because we were like well the fool existed at the same time as the pale woman who now exists at the same time as b like that's a lot of profits running around in one 50-year period. Yeah. But I think that this... Oh, and Prilkop is still I'm left. thinking that this 
this person right here who's writing the intro may have been the start of the idea that led to where we're at now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think the, the rebuttal at the end of that is, like, the one person who was like, actually, is this what we're supposed to be doing? And then, obviously, they they did not succeed. Or maybe they succeeded in a weird way where they realized that, yes, this is true, but it doesn't fit the branding. It doesn't fit the, like, our, it doesn't help us control. So we will therefore control. It's like they have, like, if they collect enough prophecies, then they can. I mean, why, yeah, why else would they be after after B if they don't need her? It's like they need to include her in their group because if she's outside of the group like the fool was then she will do something chaotic or something unknown or unstoppable that they can't predict or control, and then they lose. I mean, their power. definition of a perfect world is very different than, like, what the, the fool believes. So they Correct. don't really give a shit. They just want to kind of control everything. If you do something, <laughs> we want it to be R.I.P., no, it's yeah. it's exactly because like they're all sort of like mini prophets themselves, right? Like they all look like the fool. They all seem to be like whites. Yep. But they don't have the same rank. Why not? It, it, you know, what makes them different? Do they not have the sight? Do they have the sight and it's been breeding? Well, that's kind of what Odessa is kind of pointing at, right? Where it's it's like she's a physical manifestation of the of the harm that they're doing. Oh yeah, she's fucked up. Which makes me feel bad for her because she can't control that. She's there. She didn't ask to be born. Um but yeah, so I guess Shun does not have the skill because she's not reacting to any of it. You know, sometimes it's really useful to have no magic. I thought, <laughs> right? If you were in Realm of the Elderlings, would you want magic or no magic? I guess it depends on how strong you are. Yeah, either you need to be really strong so you can be like, no, I'm not doing that, or you need to have no magic so that nobody can mess with you. I mean, there's plenty of folks who have no magic that are still cool. Yeah, but there's, like, no magic, and then there's no magic. <laughs> there's, like, right, no right. magic in that, like, you can't actually do anything, but you're still susceptible to it. And then there's, like, this, where it's like, oh, I'm yeah. fine. Everybody else is messed up. Yeah. It's like that's its own kind of power. But it's useful in this fact, because it's like, she's, she's... So the Matrix is coming out, right? So I'm gonna react, I'm gonna... I'm going to make a Matrix joke. It's like she knows she's in the Matrix. No one else does. Is that an advantage or is that just her having to live life on like full settings? Like she she's playing in hard mode now. She knows exactly what's going on. She can't be comforted by the fog man. She knows that her food is poisoned. She, you know, she's been assaulted and she fears for B's safety. Like this is a really stressful stress this is a really stressful event for her whereas maybe for b it's less stressful because she she keeps kind of like fading in and out of being told it's fine and i'm just wondering is like is that an advantage like 
for your psyche. It's like, yeah, they can't mess with you, but they also can't control you, and you have to know how badly you're being treated. Like Neo. Yeah. But he, instead of saying, I know Kung like Fu, Neo. he says, she says, I don't know Kung Fu, and just kind of sits there. I I really don't know Kung Fu, and it's <laughs> terrible, and I've I wish that it. I could. I've heard of it. <laughs> she can throw knives. Or at least she Shun can. can. Knives. Too bad she doesn't have a knife. <laughs> in this chapter do you find out how far they've gone or is that not known yet mm, I don't think they said how far but they did say it was like three days it's still okay. a winter wonderland and they've avoided towns so far I feel as if there is just a hint of foreshadowing that this group only works if a very specific narrative is being produced and followed. And if if B, uh, who uh, is part of a legacy of people dropping stones in the path to change the course. Becomes an obstacle. Find, yeah, may become an obstacle herself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was good advice from Sean. Totally. She definitely wasn't thinking. I mean, she's nine. It's not something she'd normally think about if she's never had to think about it before. Do we like the shoes? <laughs> oh, did you send shoes? Well, I sent the shoes. whole thing. Let me see. Shoes. Oh, gosh. Looks it looks it. very stylish. <gasps> Oh my god, uh. he looks like such an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I'm also like, this is it? Do you remember, do you remember Roger from Doug? Do you remember Roger from Doug? And had his, that's, 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 those are his Roger's shoes. Those are his feet. <laughs> those Roger's shoes. <laughs> he cannot see it. I like the hat. <laughs> A derby. Oh, look at that. Look at that outfit there. All right. Very stylish. It's so stylish. I'm going <laughs> to... Something for the Instagram. In some version of Doug, Doug and Roger definitely are a couple. They, those are pretty the, close this... to Roger's shoes. I have to look this They really now. are. But so in this, so this version of Fitz, <laughs> does it still does it say like Farseer on his ass this time? Or? <laughs> they uh, they trim those buttons that. off. That's true. Those that wasn't classy right. enough. I will I will put I'll put Roger from Doug uh, up on Instagram to go with this, and I'm going to explain. The Farseer, um, it'll just be Roger. <laughs> This. He's wearing the officially licensed fox pin. We you also saw narwhal charm bracelets. How many narwhal had to die oh, for like that? that? I think their horns are big. No, they're just bones. I think they're bone. I think it's that is the horn. Is it? It's a tusk. Yeah. Oh, a tusk. A tusk. 
I think narwhals have the best. I like that you cinched his waist in real good. <laughs> I think that's super. Corset. He's kind of look attractive. Yeah. He's a prince. I like this outfit. I feel like it. I feel like I can uh, translate this to something. I could make this. Um. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what are we talking about? I remember <laughs> B and Sean are doing the Winter Wonderland um, ride that goes for way too long. This is a shitty um, ride. It's a terrible ride. Can't wait for it to hopefully end. <laughs> I looked at a I looked at a map. They gotta go a ways. Like they're. Do you have a map that it has? has... It, the map that it? I found has the their the 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 island that they are the continent that they're from down in the like south south pole or something. It's crazy. Clara's, yeah, yeah it's far. I don't, I don't care if that's a spoiler. I just had to know. You found you found a map with Clara's. Yeah, it, yeah. Can you send it to the? Yeah, I don't know how accurate it is, but that's where it had it. I was like, why is that all the way down there? I've never seen a map of like the southern hemisphere or any other hemisphere. It wasn't. It wasn't like. I mean, it was. It was like it had this. It had the. We'll send it. To I'm the looking. Chat, I don't. Really? I don't know when I. I'll take a minute. Keep. 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 Oh, you don't have it in front of you. Mm -mm. I'll find it. Just keep talking. Usually, it just goes down to Jamalia. It was on the. They had it on the yeah. far right piece of that so like it was like jamalia was over there on the bottom left and then claris was like on the bottom right in its own like continent oh. crazy i think i found it yeah because i don't even see i don't see it on a lot of these other maps no it's not on like any of them usually I like that you basically made the exact hat I sent you, which you can purchase. I did. $87. But I, so but I added a band and changed the feathers. Alyssa, where is it? I'm trying. It's on DeviantArt, which is a new beast to <sighs> me now. So this is someone's, I, I'm not sure, but you said it was in the bottom right. So. Mm-hmm. that um, that's the one this is from kai ohan don deviant maybe it's a guess but yeah. i thought it was interesting i was like damn that's like they're gonna have to get on a boat and people are gonna die on that boat and there's gonna be kids that people have because it's so far away this map makes i've never seen it like this before but this very much looks like like north america it mm -hmm. does after the floods it looks like it looks like <laughs> north america in reverse it's like alaska like oh my god so that means that buckkeep truly could be boston yeah. <laughs> finally i have my which evidence. takes us this takes us back to a very uh long ago conversation where we posited that buckkeep could be boston what does that make there does is a mean... Dunkin' Donuts confirmed. <laughs> does that mean Dunkin that we're Chelsea said? Because Castle. I don't like that. We're Chelsea. Yeah, we're Chelsea. <coughs> oh, the asshole. I, I regret to inform you that For New York is. What's that part little? Of the what's that little states. bit that's below Chelsea? I can't read the. 
I can't that read it. That looks like it should it be Manhattan. It looks like the Rain Wilds. Are all these islands, all these islands here, and like, is that accurate? Is that like? I feel like I feel like that should be Manhattan. So whatever that is. Delaware. I can't. I can't read that. Delaware. <laughs> oh, I have. Scatter wow, Island. Some added it to Wikipedia and it's Scatter better. Island. This might be. Oh, this better quality. For There's me. a better. Yeah, if you search. Um, Image search. Six Duchies map. It's one of the first ones, and oh. it's better quality than what showed up in the chat. Oh, I can read it now. Sort of. Scatter Island. Yeah, so that's Chelsea. Actually, actually, we are not. That looks like Connecticut or Rhode Island or something. I think we are officially part of Bingtown. That's I think th- I that think we're Bingtown. Are we Bingtown? I can get behind Bingtown. I think we're Bingtown. I can I can do that. I want to hear oh, about I'll the Barons. Ripping is Cape Cod. Oh my god. So does that mean that Jamalia <laughs> Jamalia is Florida? <laughs> I mean, it looks like. <laughs> Or like one of the I Carolinas. Can't find <laughs> the I'm just looking at a thing that says Jamalia Cliff. It's by, yeah, it's down there at the very bottom. <laughs> Connecticut oh, okay. is Chelsea. So, it makes sense. Yeah. Or like Savannah based on or our, something. Our road trip. If, if Florida's been covered in water. Well, so based on our road trip, Chelsea is definitely Connecticut. <laughs> Everyone agrees. I mean, her, uh, the the counter to this is that if so, if like much of the East Coast is underwater in this map, and I will link this map <laughs> since we're talking about it, um, that means that maybe Bingtown's actually like Philly. So we're scattered. New York. <laughs> yeah. I think we're Scatter Island, whatever that is. Has to be what we know. So wait, what are the Barons exactly? Why are those out there? And then other island, other island is actually like. Oh yeah, that's where the others are. What is that? I guess. That's that beach. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter because it's not actually North America, but it's giving me North America vibes. That's Bermuda. Does that mean that? Does that mean that Spice Island is Madagascar, or Iceland, or England? England. That's ironic. Oh, Clary's. Wait, hold up. <laughs> that is ironic. I I know that this is um, fan art, but I really like their placement of the Spice Islands and Claris with respect to Others mm-hmm. Island because of I mean of things things. Bad. But like, I just I just like that they placed it in a pretty. I like that Pretty it's a whole like place. separate continent. Even though we didn't really get yeah. a lot of, we didn't get a ton of info about where it was, but. But like, what are the barons? Do we know? Do you guys know what the barons are? What no clue. That? No. They're just bare. I have no idea. They're red. <laughs> Maybe it was something mentioned when they were like talking about boat charting or something. Maybe. <laughs> like a shitty I've volcano island. That nothing's there. Bad water. I like bad water. This water is <laughs> bad. Is that pirate pirate islands area? 
Mm-hmm. Bad water. Where all the yeah the wild sea where it's really difficult to sail through. That's where all of the all the serpents are living. All right, we got to move on because we're just looking at pictures and that's perfect. Not great, great for audio podcast. content. <laughs> um, all right, let's do every episode prompts. We are pack character introductions and exits. Well, Lant is back, having been exited by us in our last episode. A uh, bit premature. He's still here. Uh, who else? Uh, we've gotten uh, Dwelia and uh, Vindelier's actual names. We got Odessa, horrifyingly. Odessa, yes. Um, and and Fitz Chivalry Farseer uh, has made an appearance uh, briefly to the people of Buckkeep and then stole a horse and left, which seems to be on brand for him. Did we ever meet Dixon before? I forget. I feel like he was there, but he was not like important like i think he opened a door <laughs> yeah i think he opened a door um speaking of character introductions and exits we have animal assists which i'd like to talk about motley some more and the horse that wants to be best friends yes and the no-name horse so far so motley is becoming and this is a journey that i've talked about what the hell is motley why is motley who is motley why do we have a talking bird <laughs> It used there's a person in there. That was a Well that is the theory, but who? Somebody who fits. But who? There's a <laughs> there's that is a theory, but I also have another theory um that Motley being a talking bird is really important because Fitz is really good at ignoring all of these animals that <laughs> cannot speak out loud for themselves. So he can ignore Motley, but Motley can then speak out loud. And that's much harder to ignore. Which is useful. Narratively. Um, oh, uh, 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 Sildwell. We met Sildwell. Who is us? I think if we are in the narrative anywhere, <laughs> we are Sildwell. <laughs> Going to get a drink at the bar instead of... Maybe I'm Sildwell. Maybe it's like, you know what? I tried being, tried to be like awesome and in your stupid skill circle and I'm just not good at it. So I'm quitting and I'm taking this other job and I'm going to just do what I want. I'm going to be a freelancer. And he just, he just <laughs> went to go get get some sleep. Give the guy a break. No, no. Yeah, First he goes to he was... the bar. Then he goes. Well, you got to get sleep. You got to calm down. Yeah, it's a rough time. And he still did his job, right? He still contacted Shade. He let him know what was happening. I mean, this, like, Sildwell has not failed in any way, shape, or form so far. So I'm, I like Sildwell. I think he's cool. And I think Nettle's being judgmental and controlling, which I appreciate and love about her. Uh, let's move on to fashions from Jamalia. We had some important outfits in this section. Yes, and I drew More them. Buttons. I really oh, don't understand the the buttons. The shoes are distressing. Okay. Like, wait, why? Why, why so many buttons? Is it to make their feet look bigger? Is that a desire? To get that that Roger energy. <laughs> <laughs> Our references are kind of old. 
At least mine are. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit about Doug anymore? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Very important to our childhoods. Always oh, be man. banging on a trash can. We're just aging in real time. <laughs> you know, like you know that these books, I think in general, are a treatise on the passage of time and aging just in like a very general term so you know if you guys want to have midlife crises on on air now is the time uh so yeah we have uh hats vests full sleeves very fancy shoes just buttons on everything this is a very fussy time period i that i feel that in the history of the six duchies will not be looked on with like nostalgia or it's the bedazzling uh, era i'm trying to like equate it to like an ugly time like fashion now. time period now <laughs> i mean it's pretty ugly right now brought the shitty jeans back you brought the oh the spig and the, the, the spaghetti strap tops oh, with, like, no, no structure. Looks like prom Why are dresses, we doing that again? Like that sluttiest looking... Everything's satin. Deployed. I went to buy jeans the other day, and it was really depressing. Just go to Old Navy. They have they still do high waists there. I don't want high waist. I want mid-rise. They do mid-rise there? <sighs> All right, roll the maps. We had a whole extended... Maps, like the maps, so I feel we like did it. we'll just We're good. just refer to that conversation as excruciating as we made that. <laughs> uh, next up is Fitz Misery Has a Moment, The Return of Does Fitz Suck. We are rating him from one to five, one being the best he could possibly be and five being the worst he could possibly be. How's he doing? I don't He has a mission, I don't think so this I feel was like he's worst. like a solid two. No, I yeah. Improves probably fair. Like he's, He's definitely not one because he's ignoring Night Eyes, who's trying very, very hard to communicate with him. But I feel like three is a little too much because he hasn't really done anything terrible yet. He's, you know, he's moving. He's he's being he's proactive. He, yeah, he stealing horses. He didn't kill Lant on sight. So <laughs> he did. Yeah, not. he did not actually beat is... his face. <laughs> thought about it. Do you think he thought about it and, and like saw skilled the, it? And at he him? saw that he was injured and was like, well. <laughs> I guess he's oh, suffered he enough. Face. Got that got that pitchfork wound. Pitchfork, that just made me that also made me feel that it was like a beauty and the beast situation. Like a pitchfork just came alive and chased you. <laughs> Stabby stab. Yep. And finally we have buzzwords. How's B doing the prophecy scorecard? B is figuring out how to play this game a little bit. And I'm proud of her. Manipulating Dwalia and the rest of the servants into doing something that she needs and wants. So that's encouraging. You know, I feel like we got serpents and now we have servants. And it's just, you know, not lyrics. Chasems. Yeah, everything from like, I mean, maybe that's just because we're all we're seeing everything from the from the point of view of people in the six statues. But it's like everything from other places is scary, kind <laughs> of, and weird. Honestly, yeah, uh -huh. 
take me to the backwards six duchies any day. Right? Do you think there's people out there that are like, oh my god, you know what they do in the six duchies? They let women have jobs. They, yeah, right? But Monarchies. Still, when they get imagine. pregnant, we retire them. <laughs> oh, that is weird. So, like, I guess that's the I guess that's how they do abortions in Realm of the Elder Wind. <laughs> so. Shove you through a skill pillar? What does that even mean? Like, does it is it what what does the that imply? The voice in the skill bait? pillar holds them hostage. Oh yeah, it's like a boat it's Just like a little your, lost souls. All your babies. I, well that's what I mean, is like is it a I time think... thing? Is it returning you to a time like or is oh, it like literally good, like stealing? Throwing it in a beach. You're like going to become an other. Does... Or is it taking your babies to the beach? Does the skill pillar just like spit out your child fully formed somewhere at some point? Well, that's what I mean. Is there like a six-year-old walking around that's like, I don't know where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fitz. So I have some memories. I think I, I think you're right. Say, I think like, it's narrative. I think something it's... about like maybe an infant wouldn't have any like be able any ability to resist the pull of the skill but when that happens to you your body is still there you just like still become born. like a drooling well, that's, idiot it's hard to tell right it's really difficult to tell because we have seen people whose bodies disappear when they merge with the skill so it's like it's like star wars i mean i guess well, if I you're guess... in the pillar when it happens you're not really you don't have a body yeah, like, you can things. get, because, I mean, like, Fitz got lost in the pillar. If you got, like, really, if you were in the pillar and you it's gave like in the skill, then you're just lost in Never the take forever. the transporters. Never take the transporters. They are dissolving you and reassembling an exact copy of you somewhere else that's not you. You don't exist I'm anymore. I'm Team Barkley on that. That is correct. Do not take those. Anyway. Is that it? We've spoken of everything that we want to. I'm going to take that as a yes. Sure. Uh, our reminder for our next reading section will be Fool's Quest chapters 13 through 16. And I have put some general content warnings for talk about incest, our old friend, mm -hmm. uh, and violence, rape, and there's some light torture slash murder. Um, cool. Okay, uh, that's it. I just have one thing I want to talk about in spoiler section. So, Joey. Jeez, this is personal now. <laughs> this has been Bucky Radio. You can email us at buckyradio at gmail.com and let us know if we can read your email on air. I am Rachel, and you can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel. I'm Alyssa, and I'm online at alyssameaner.com. I'm Jenny, and you can find me at Faceless Bray on Instagram. I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay. And I'm Joey. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>
Yeah, I, I'm not on the Discord. Discord. Not our Discord. It's just a Discord of Robin Hobb fans. Um, I stumbled upon just like this detail that I had never noticed before, you know, and which is great because I've reread these books and it's not like a super detailed thing, but you know, Hobb uses fashion and aging and personalities and all these other details, but there's this really great um, trend of how she communicates internal feelings to external uh, appearance. And I was thinking about the way that she decorates rooms and specifically because I had read an article about Miyazaki at the same time, I was thinking about like how, I was relating it to Howell's cat, you know, like moving castle where Howell is this like vain, weird character that we don't know very well. And we don't trust, but then we see him in his room and we see his room and we see that he's very childlike still and has all of these baubles and, and, and stuff everywhere. And it's really beautiful, which reminds me of the fool's rooms, mm -hmm. right? All the very, all the different variations, like his tent and his original room. It's like, okay. So let's think about like the fool's rooms versus Fitz's rooms, which are always bare, undecorated, <laughs> not very clean. <laughs> but Fitz doesn't enjoy his spaces, right? Like he, he likes them. He likes the fool's spaces better than his own spaces. One, he likes his right? spaces better when the fool is in them. And he likes his spaces better when the fool's in them, especially when the fool comes and, like, zhuzhes up those spaces, right? Like, when he came to the cabin, he did some All the carvings. carving and, like, yeah. And he brought things and he, like, and I thought it was, I don't know, I just, I it's just something I, I hadn't really noticed that, like, they are actually physical manifestations of their inner their inner selves that they that they build around them and i think like we knew that a little bit with the fool because we know that he you know makes things but even even amber's shop was like a manifestation of like what amber was supposed to be you know like mm -hmm. creative but welcoming it was kind of maybe modeled a little bit off of ketrickin and then i thought about ketrick the way ketrickin decorates things I don't know it's just it's really interesting the way that she expresses those personalities and it's just part of her world building that i did not fully appreciate until i kind of made that connection that it not only is it just about their personalities but it is very integral to communicating with the reader what is happening in a specific scene because what what brought it on as we were talking about like what's the baby what is the baby <laughs> from when fitz first goes into the fool's room and like you know breaks that breaks that rule what the fuck is the baby <laughs> and everyone and well I, that's what i said i was like isn't the baby Maybe. baby yeah i mean that makes more sense than like anything else i can think of really i mean maybe it's a bit of a retcon because at that time maybe pop didn't exist yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't know B was going to exist. But. It could also be like a statement of like the fool was probably pretty lonely at that time. Can make a make a so fake the fool friend. Makes babies. <laughs> right. But a baby. 
babies aren't friends. (laughs) 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 They're not. They're like their dreams, their aspirations, their family, but they're not. I don't know, because like the fool also made puppets and carvings and other, you know, doodads and with this one weird baby. And I think like it it's there at first maybe to help perpetuate this idea that maybe the fool was a woman because that's kind of that thread in that in that time where it's like, oh, women, they desire babies. They long for babies. I, you know, he made a baby. <laughs> but na- but now it's like, oh, well, maybe the fool had a dream about B that he misinterpreted. Because we know that when they have a vision, they have an overwhelming desire to record the vision in some mm-hmm. way, right? B draws pictures. The fool has a journal. This is an extremely lifelike porcelain baby. I would not put it past Hobbes having thought that far ahead well she has said that she didn't but uh, do i believe her i don't know (laughs) like because there's so many things that kind of line up really perfectly in this trilogy that make me feel like if it wasn't for if it wasn't something that you like outlined already or like had in your mind you definitely went back at the beginning and identified places Mm -hmm. where you could slot all this stuff in which is the same i functionally the same right so anyway i just want us all to look around at our spaces are we fitzes or are we fools um i think i'm a shun was my favorite disaster. <laughs> and you didn't feel okay. the child. It was red side. <laughs> but see, isn't that a clue? Isn't that a clue about Shun's true identity in, before it's revealed, right? She's messy. Mm-mm. She's, we, you know, like we know, we know other characters who are messy and who have like stuff everywhere. And like, obviously Shade is one of them. Do you ever <laughs> think about the names shine and lantern fall star and cry because it's like it's such yeah. a good you did good that time Robin. those names <laughs> are so good characters yep right but they're <laughs> manifestation of shades yeah they're manifestation of what speaking of babies they're manifestations of shades like wish and desires for himself and for yeah, them. Yeah, I, I read that whole chapter. I got to the whole chapter where he's like telling Fitz that they're his kids and I'm just like why was all of this necessary? <laughs> so I am reading ahead and I'm actually pretty close to the end of the third book. Huh. Um and the How fool doing? was doing <laughs> was talking doing? a bit with B about uh catalysts and who do you think your catalyst is uh-huh. and uh Prilkop told her that it was Dwalia which is um, absolute fucking horrifying no I yeah, disagree yeah it's it's kind of stupid um and I mean she did make things happen but that's also like yeah it sucks um and I mean there's I, I think a lot of good arguments for Purr because he makes shit happen too but also, yeah. I, I was doing some thinking about it, and the next obvious choice for me is B is just 
the destroyer and doesn't need a catalyst. She's her own catalyst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was doing some more thinking. Um, <laughs> and what? so how has the fool described catalysts in the past? Like a nexus? Like you can see Important all these... people di- with a nexus, yeah. Yeah. So who has B seen that is a bit of a nexus? Are you saying Shine? I'm saying the fool. Oh, the fool. Well, that's so problematic. When, <laughs> it's very problematic, but when she touches him at the town, he's kind of like a nexus of different possibilities. Yes. When she, he's trying to touch her later in the future, she's like, don't touch me. Like, there's too many paths. I see too many paths. And and why does that happen? Like, I don't think it's ever made very clear why that no, happens it, it specifically between the two of them. It doesn't make it Is it because clear. they're both white prophets? But it, wouldn't that then have happened with Or Pearl because Cup? they're related or because maybe the fool is a catalyst for her. I don't know that that necessarily makes a lot of sense, but... I was reading into this like idea of okay, you can see the paths and the that indicates, and the fool did do a lot of action on his own in those books, like I mean, like stealing the dragon's blood, stealing mm-hmm. the silver that turned the ships, like going off and trying to stab people and break people out and you know forcing everyone else to go chase after him when he got captured right yeah just a a, just a thought it's interesting i I like that idea i think i think the problem yeah because otherwise there would be some sort of reverberation maybe between b and prill cop and there doesn't seem to be that similar type of Mm -hmm. opening um I mean, it could just because of their connection through Fitz and all that. Too, well, they but... have a skill connection too, right? Like because of Fitz, like they right. they're they're Fitz is the router for them. Mm-hmm. And but I I I always personally thought that B was her own catalyst. But I also feel like what we're learning through, especially these little epigraphs that talk about like the past and like how the the white prophets came to be as like an established order of things um that that's all bullshit and that there is no such thing as like you know a slayer for every generation there is no such thing as like one catalyst Mm -hmm. for each for each prophet it's really more like a lot of people out there are important and well i mean it's like things i mean as amber like the fool uses Wintro and yeah. Wintro and you know, yeah. and all that. So it's not like it was only Fitz. It's just different people yeah, at different times. Just Fitz was more more special. Yeah, more accurate to say that a catalyst among a catalyst, m- not my many. catalyst. Right. Yeah. Well, I think they become your catalyst when you Use perhaps them. when you have ide- when you have identified that one path that you want to pursue above all others. And maybe there is one person who is really important on that, you know, in that front. And so that that person becomes your catalyst. But like, yeah, I don't know. I It's funny because if B and the fool are connected in that way, like in a catalyst way, it's like it's not as direct because it's B's existence that causes all of those things to happen. 
and the fool she wouldn't have existed without the fool so then it kind of becomes a paradox yeah (laughs) um i like it but also difficult because now he's in a stone world but the dwalia thing i just reject i hate her stupid i fucking hate it like i just want it'll be it'll be shunned before it's fucking (laughs) dwalia so I, I love, just want the um, adventures of Perseverance and B. That's all I want. Yeah. I love seeing, like, going back to this book again and seeing how different Twelia acts and how, di- like, how different people are before this adventure, like, really before it brings out the evil in them. <laughs> yeah. The kindly woman, where it's all, it's all, she's full of shit. I also enjoy, um, well, I don't enjoy it at all. It's really painful. I shouldn't say that at all. <laughs> I also connected at the very beginning of this trilogy. Much of much of Fitz's motivations are based on him and be spending time with each other and have and like letting her grow up with a parent, knowing she is loved, and despite everything that Fitz does she's still gonna end up alone and that that's like it's so painful for me to keep reading like to to just know that like everything he does is like I'm gonna save her we're gonna be together and I'm gonna take her shopping and we're you know it's like all those things that he wants to do with her are never going to he should have just left her a gift card before he went to that (laughs) old like here Go on a sh- here's my like, gold card go on a shopping spree it's echoed by her too because she's kind of like I just want my dad and it's like well I'm going to choose something else that's not you and it's weird to me the juxtaposition of that because like uh, even now in this part of the story B is the most important B is the most important B is the most important but in the end Fitz is selfish like he probably I mean, I don't know. Could he have saved himself? I don't know. Does he try? <laughs> I I also have questions. It's depressing. Slow roll. I will but say... I, I was just going to say, it, reading these books again, I don't feel like I appreciated the beginning parts of the trilogies. As much as I do now, because I'm just like, oh, it's nice now. And then before all the horrible happens. I mean, is it nice? I don't know. I go back to the beginning of this trilogy and it frustrates the shit out of me. Because oh, I'm does, like, this isn't but... your life. Like, this isn't what any of us wanted for you. I hate it. Well, I mean, go I, on adventures. I don't like the Molly part, but like the parts between Molly's death and like him trying to look after B and kind of being failing at it, but. Oh, I just thought of something even another painful thing. <laughs> to connect it to the fool's baby, right? The fool made this baby, the fool whatever the motivation was to make the baby and have the baby, the baby is important. And B hates him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's so <laughs> awful. I hate reading it. Do you think that's because B knows in the end that like the fool is the art is a little bit of the architect of like the end of her relationship with her father like the literal end like, like Maybe. if not for you he would have 
either lived or died 50 years ago and <laughs> we would be spared this pain but then she wouldn't I exist know. i mean she's like very jealous of anyone who has her dad's affection oh for sure or and like attention even but even that is like it's it makes sense because especially if you have an innate kind of gut feeling that like not only does this person have their attention but they will they're gonna win if you like try to like create an ultimatum or like fear the attention back on yourself like you're gonna lose i feel like if shade had lived she he and b could have had like a good bitch session about the whole stealing bits away from them <laughs> but that's so isn't that oh i just oh, b is so alone she's not gonna have anyone that can teach her her magic Oh wow! Cool. All right. Well, that's depressing. Write cool. us another Sorry trilogy, Hob, so we can be more depressed. <laughs> well, I, I'm uh, I'm paying attention to interior room interiors now, even though we're sort of moving. We're in the camping part. <laughs> we're moving away from rooms. <laughs> we're moving away from rooms. So until we get to Kelsinger, and then we'll get rooms again. I can't wait. Can we do? Can we just skip all the chapters and just go yes, there? Yes, we can. <laughs> We're in control. <laughs> I mean, I do look forward to the moment where Fitz tries to go on his own and then Per and Let show up and we're I'm like, you're not They're like, going to do that. It's like, you're not, you're going to fuck up if you don't take us with. We know that you're going to fuck up. I just like that he always thinks that he can go and do these things on his own and it's like, that's not going to happen. That's like Lance's only kind of like redeeming moment. I think he's kind of he's kind of a disappointment to me. If he was my son, <laughs> I would tell him so. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna end it there. Think about interiors. Think about think Lance about, being a disappointment. Think about Lance being what? What does Lance's room look like? Do you think? Um. But that's it. We will talk more about uh, the Game of Thrones stuff. The incest and murder. <laughs> or we'll just skip all that and arrive Next in Kelsingra. <laughs> I mean, Shade, if you're gonna have children that are in the same, you know, age group, you have to tell them they're related so they don't try and date each other. Yeah, Shade, if you're listening... <laughs> Do better. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets, secrets. They just hurt people. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.